0: It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Oh, there we go. Hello. Hey, now.
1: Welcome, everybody. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. The new week is underway and I don't even know who's listening right now because we did our FM radio show today and there was so few things going on on social media. Like usually we can post a story and boom, dozens of comments, lots of likes, that sort of thing. Today, I feel like everybody's just in their own little zone and that's fine. It's a beautiful day out. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, people are like, uh, they, they have the tunnel vision, I find, like, this time of year. I do, too, where I'm just very focused on, okay, what are the things that I got to do? Summer's here. We, we only have a few short, very short-feeling, gorgeous months, and everybody usually has things to do to prepare for this. So I'm very tunnel vision. I'm like, did I make sure I did this, 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 this? Because I just want to enjoy myself and enjoy the weather.
1: Yeah, I'm prioritizing everything. Like, if it's possible to get everything done by 10 a.m., I want to so that I can play golf and lay in the backyard and... This is the week i got to take all the cars in to get all the snow tires off. Uh, Shout out to Paul and everybody at Superior Automotive in Etobicoke. They are fantastic, and I will see them later on this week. Oh, and one of my cars, the air conditioning stopped working. Like,
0: shit. (gasps) No!
1: Why does that stuff always happen around this time of year?
0: You never have good luck with your cars. Like, you uh, never have good luck. Like You always have things happening.
1: It's because they're old they're all old that's cars
0: that's, what, the, that's what our friend car. that's what our friend paul our mechanic would exactly say to you like you well you just got to get a new car
1: well easier said than done asshole i mean <laughs> <laughs> paul I'm, and i are friends so i'm sure we can have that conversation uh,
0: i'm seeing him tomorrow it is safe right it is safe to take my winter tires off now
1: oh 100 it's gonna be 36 degrees today with the humidity it's
0: stupid right uh, I
1: love it. Let's talk about what happened at Trinity Bellwoods Park this weekend. Was that an organized thing? Were those people protesting the restrictions, or was it just a coincidence that half of Toronto ended up in one park at the exact same time?
0: I think you had a mix of people. I think you had people that just wanted to get out and enjoy the weather and don't have a balcony or a place to really formally do this on their own property. So they wanted to go out. There was people who definitely seemed like they were meeting up with friends there purposely. And then you probably had people who were kind of innocent bystanders, just trying to go for a walk that kind of got caught up in the crowds too. I think there was a little bit of everything. And then there was the FU people, though. There were a decent amount of those who were just like, this is stupid, who cares? Let's all hug each other and shit. But there's
1: a lot of people who believe that it is uh, fake. They believe it's stupid. They believe that distancing isn't going to help. They think that, oh, we should catch it because it builds up our immunity. There's all kinds of stupid theories floating around out there. So I I guess I'm not really surprised that there was some opposition to it. What I am surprised about is the amount of people that are upset about it. You know, if you love uh, look through the tweets, the replies on some of the pictures that got posted this weekend from the park, there are some that are hopping fucking mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yeah, but let's... Put our attention where it should be. It wasn't just Trinity Bellwoods Park. That's just the one that's become the lightning rod for all the attention. In fact, I almost feel bad for the people who were just walking through the park or who were distancing and ended up in that picture because they look like a bunch of assholes to everybody else, but they might not necessarily have been doing anything wrong. And let's be honest everybody was doing stuff wrong this weekend. How many people had a barbecue? How many people opened up their pool and had friends over or went to visit family this weekend? A lot of people broke, quote unquote, quarantine this weekend. It's just Trinity Bellwoods Park is, like I said, the lightning rod for everybody's anger. But it certainly wasn't the only one. No, no. I I, I heard that Niagara Falls broke attendance records this weekend. There were so many people down looking at the falls. There were people fucking everywhere. Sure.
0: Yep. And where's that? And where's that? Where are people talking about that? I don't know. Because it's.
1: Not on top of people's feed. Maybe nobody snapped a picture or maybe the person who did snap a picture doesn't have a particularly big following for it to go viral like the Trinity pictures did. At the end of the day, though, I mean, don't be that mad at the people that were at Trinity Bellwoods Park because all over the province people were violating it. It may not have been a park with two or three hundred people, but how many people got together with five or ten friends this weekend in a backyard for a barbecue? Mm -hmm. People you don't live with. How many people went to visit uh, their parents or uh, go and visit the the neighbors because they've got a cottage and they're up there in Huntsville this weekend? A lot of people did it. Don't be mad just at the Trinity Bellwoods people. Be mad at anybody who broke the rules and ask yourself, did you break the rules? Because I've broken the rules. I've broken them a few times already. It's always a calculated risk, but I've broken the rules.
0: Right. Yeah. No, I'm not going to sit here. And uh, honestly, I don't I wouldn't even try to call by. There are those kinds of people, right, that'll call bylaw if they see something like Sure, if it's outrageous, I don't get me wrong. I get it. But my neighbors, my neighbors had people over over the weekend and there were lots of them in the backyard. And I was just like, huh, interesting. And that was it. Like, to me, I'm not going to go out of my way because I'm hoping they're smart people. I know they are. And they probably made the choice that they felt was best. And they seemed distant enough. It's not like they were all having a big orgy in the backyard. They were all, you know, just getting together. And I'm sure that they thought it was the best. And there were older people there, too. So
1: Really? Yep.
0: So, I mean i don't know i'm not one to like rat anybody out either you know i i, I just won't i won't I, if that's what you think is best go ahead i know that it's not the best for some people and they choose to do it anyway i'm making my own choices based on what i think and yeah, this summer isn't get, i don't know it's gonna be hard it's gonna get harder and harder as we go
1: sure Well. okay so i'm looking at the actual numbers now across canada there's 85,000 confirmed and presumptive cases Well, that's scary as shit when you hear a number like that. Oh my God, 85,000 people are sick. All right, well, let's talk about here. In Ontario, there's 25,500. Of those 25,500, 2,073 have already died. So we'll knock the 25,000 down to 23,000. Of the 23,000, 19,000 are resolved. So now we're talking about, what, 4,000 people? A lot of them are in Toronto. Many of them are in hospital. And how many of those are in long-term care homes? I think, by and large, when people decide they're going to take a risk and they're sick and tired of ignoring these public health guidelines, they ask themselves, well, what are the odds here? Out of a population of 14.5 million, uh, we're talking about 4,000 people and half of them are in long-term care homes? Uh, people are taking risks because they're doing their own math. And that's because we're not getting a, a proper accommodation down in the states. They take a lot of shit because they're reopening right now. And part of that is calculated. I think the governors in those states down there have realized that if we don't loosen up some restrictions soon, it's going to be full blown fucking anarchy. And that's what we don't want. Right. So, I mean, if people went to the park, ugh, wish you didn't. But please don't. If uh, you had a barbecue this weekend and you had five to ten people over that don't live with you, eh, just be careful at your barbecue. If you went to play golf and you ended up talking to another foursome behind you, uh, okay, fine. Just keep your distance. There's lots of ways to do it where we can stop the spread. Uh, Speaking of golf, the match was on this weekend. You watched some of it, which shocks the shit out of me. Yeah,
0: well, honestly, I found it really interesting what they did because – One of the things I hate, I hate, no matter what sport it is, I hate sideline interviews, you know, in between people playing hockey, golf, uh, any of it, uh, where the the players just kind of like stressed out at the time thinking about the game sweating gross usually and the person's just got a microphone in their face I kind of like the fact that with COVID they they did something a little bit different well first they were all mic'd up which by the way I think all athletes should be mic'd up at all times I'm interested in what they have to say during the game during play it interests me whenever they do the all-star games in in hockey for example they'll make up a couple players ask some questions during the game and it's fun I think they should do that more regularly. And I like that they had uh, Tom Brady, for example, driving the cart. Then they had the person interviewing him. She was driving along beside him, socially, physically, distancing, and asking him questions. And he was mic'd up with a camera right there on the cart. I thought it was interesting. I actually was interested in watching it kind of because of that dynamic. It was different, and I liked it.
1: You know, I, uh, I thought it was good, too. The PGA Tour could steal a few ideas in the same way that the NFL stole a whole bunch of the XFL's ideas. uh, Same premise here, PGA. I like the carts. The carts made that round of golf go so much faster. We don't need to keep playing a game from the early 1900s because that's the way we've always done it. Golfers now drive carts. So put a cart out there for the pro guys. And use that cart cam it was kind of neat to see tiger or uh, tiger talking to himself as he was driving around yesterday i thought that was kind of neat info it was like a a neat angle now as far as the actual golf was concerned tom brady (laughs) he's
0: bad tom brady Uh, tom brady is is one of those people people either love him or they really hate him but i was always curious what like a golf a, a, a big golf fan would think about Tom Brady playing golf. Cause I thought he's going to be the best at this. And then people are going to hate him, but he didn't end up being the best at it at all.
1: No, Tom was really, really bad. And he was shanking them into the water and he duffed one. At one point, he put them in the trees on the cart path. It was, uh, it was ugly. Mm-hmm. But the nice thing about that was that was golf that the everyday average golfer could relate to. I play golf all the time, and yeah, I still shank one into the woods every now and again or duff one off the tee. It's just sort of the way it works, and Tom seemed very human in all of that. Now, I know that that wasn't the performance he wanted to have, and to be perfectly honest, I think he's probably a better golfer than we saw on TV. He won't live that down. People are always going to think of Tom now as just a shitty golfer. However, um, the nerves get to you. It wasn't a PGA event per se, but it was very similar. Having Samuel L. Jackson do your intro, okay, that creates some nerves. You stand up there on the first tee, and you've got Phil Mickelson on your left and Tiger Woods on your right. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. That's nerves. So we probably got to him. When I played in the Canadian Open last year, I was fine driving up to the golf course. I was fine when I got my clubs out of the car. But the second my caddy picked up my bag and started cleaning my clubs and asked me what I wanted off the first tee, and then they announced my name on the first tee, I was a mess. (laughs) I was doing stupid things that I would never, ever, ever do in a regular round of golf. Lots
0: of pressure, right?
1: Sure. I'm pretty good with my driver, and yet I uh, hit one out of bounds on the first tee, first shot at the Canadian Open last year. Out of bounds to the right. It ended up in somebody's backyard. Well... Shit, that's not me, that's not how I play the game, but I was nervous, so that's probably what happened to Tom, it's amazing that you can go out and win all of those Super Bowls, play in front of 60,000, 80,000 people every single week, and it doesn't even phase you, but you play golf with Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson and mm-hmm. Peyton Manning on TV, and boom, out the window, and they did almost sort of set him up to be, like, the round's doofus, though. I mean, fuck me. He split his pants. Tom, I mean, so
0: shit. embarrassing.
1: <laughs> Come on. Really? You split your pants?
0: Like, they don't Good. need to be that tight, bro. Good for him. No. He made light of it later. He tweeted, because everyone was tweeting about it and slow-moing it and putting it to music and shit. So he tweeted out, oh, I guess my pants got the physical distancing notice, too. Ha ha. But, like... When you're Tom Brady and everybody looks at you as like being this perfect person, like you're so perfect, and then you split your pants, <laughs> like that's got to be shitty. That's oh, a bad fuck. day. <laughs> that's terrible. I felt bad that's for funny. the poor guy. <laughs> I, I do, but I don't, right? Like, I mean, the guy's still rich. Giselle Buncheon is his wife. He's like the goat of football. He's fine. He's fine.
1: Well, and that's what to keep in mind here. Uh, for all those people that really want to rib Tom Brady, and there's not a lot to rib him on. I mean... What He's a good-looking guy. He's married to a supermodel. He's got millions of dollars and all kinds of real estate and a beautiful mansion and uh, generally considered the best quarterback to ever play the game, depending on who you ask. All of those accolades, and people will still shit on him because he duffed one off the eighth tee. Like, fuck. (laughs) I guess if that's all you got, that's all you got. Uh, Tom's a competitor, so it'll probably take a toll on him emotionally. He won't admit it, but it probably will. Um, At the end of the day, it's probably... Probably easier just to say, uh, not your day, Tom. Go get him next time. Mm -hmm. You know what, though? Next time they do uh, the match, they got to get rid of Phil Mickelson. This is the second time they've done a Tiger versus Phil thing, and it's fine. They've got to bring in some other golfers, though, and I'd like to see some other celebrities. Since they did football quarterbacks this time... Let's get some music stars in for the next one. I'd I want to Just, see Justin Timberlake play around.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'd From love what it. I hear, he's
1: a scratch golfer.
0: What about uh, Dustin Johnson there? I mean, why don't you bring in someone a little bit younger too, right?
1: You could bring in Justin. You could bring in Jordan Spieth. You could bring in any number of people. For that matter, bring in some hockey players. Some of the best golfers are in the NHL right now. They can hit the ball off the tee like you wouldn't believe. They're in fantastic shape, and they've got good form. I'd like to see more celebrities. In fact, if there was a PGA event that wasn't for professionals, it was like the AGA, Amateur Golf Association, I'd like to see a round with all those guys, and not as a a pro-am or a a celebrity match per se. I just want to see a tour of celebrities that are good at golf. Hmm. I think that'd be fun, and uh, they'd probably get a lot of people watching that sort of thing. Uh, I don't think Drake is any good at golf, but wow, does he ever have a lot of money? He put out a video on the weekend on Instagram of his new house and his pool. Are you fucking kidding me? Did you see that place? It's
0: so stupid. Oh, yeah. His place is unreal. His place is uh, we got a really good look uh, right around the time he put out the Tuesday slide music video. And he was also in in uh, one of the architecture magazines as well. Ferris, who is it? Ferris uh, Foley. Is that how you say it? The actual architect behind Drake's Mansion. He makes incredible, like, luxury houses. Sure. And his work on Drake's Mansion was insane. Like, to every little detail of that place, it just looks like money. Yeah, I mean... (sighs)
1: The house itself is gorgeous, and this is the beauty of getting a custom home. It's not like when you get a brand new home that you ordered from Mattamy or Sundial or whatever, where you can choose like the cupboards and you can choose the countertop and that sort of stuff. Do you want hardwood or do you want carpet? It's not like that. When you have it custom, every single detail is custom, i.e., I want an L-shaped closet that has a wrap around, and I want this bedroom this size and that bedroom that size. Drake pimped his out where he's even got a champagne room. He's got a studio. He's got a movie theater.
0: He's got, he's got a mystery room, too. And I'll, I'll just say I know someone who was inside the house while it was being worked on. And there was a room. you could. There was a whole hallway, basically. You could not go down. So aside from all those things that were mapped out to begin with, there's one area, and I'm sure it's like part bunker. Like, why would you not have a cool fucking bunker if you have the money to do it? Why would you sure, not? Sure, if
1: shit goes down, you want a safe place to go.
0: Yeah, and I'm not talking about a studio either, because they could actually glance into that. They saw everything. But there was one area that was literally one person who was who was doing the constructive work on, in this area was the only person allowed behind the doors. And like there, there was two other people. I'm sure they signed things. Uh, But whatever's behind that door, nobody knew. Nobody still knows right now except for Drake. I'm so curious what's behind that door.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Well, we do know about the pool now. And it's funny because when he was shooting that video in his pool, he looked to the left and there's a privacy thing there. It's amazing that in downtown Toronto, you can be that isolated that's how big this house and that lot is he's got privacy and then you look to the right and you see the back of the house he's got a massive house it looks like Union Station for God's sake it's crazy how big that place is and was it you that told me that that pool is open all year round
0: yeah it's a heat imagine the cost of heating that the size of that pool but yeah it is it's a it's a heated pool fully functional in the wintertime
1: I'd love to get an invite over there I never will but I'd love to see that house and just go on a tour look around sit at his bar or hang out in his champagne room even swim in that pool now no i don't think you want to swim in drake's pool there's probably some weird shit that's happened in that pool to be perfectly honest with
0: you (laughs) oh guaranteed
1: that's probably that pool is probably like the resort pools like after the foam parties and shit that they do down in cancun
0: (laughs) (laughs) he maintains it well though he gets he has people right who cares when you have people that just clean the things but they clean up your messes right Uh,
1: I guess uh, that's one of the luxuries. How much money does he have left, though? I mean, I know that he's had a lot of hits and he's made a lot of money in his career. But by the time you buy yourself a 737 jet and have a custom-built house uh, in the bridle path constructed, that's got to put a serious dent in your cash flow. Like, is he in in any risk here? Is he thinking to himself, I better pump out a song because a mortgage payment's coming up.
0: No, man. Or a jet payment. No. The guy's worth like 150 million bucks. I really don't think he's worried about it.
1: Yeah, that's true. And I guess that house is an asset, I guess, if you can find somebody else who can afford to buy it off of you, (laughs) I
0: guess. Who wouldn't want, like, if you had the money, who wouldn't want to buy Drake's house? Like, if Drake put that up for sale and I had the money, I'd be like, yeah, just so I can say I live in the house that Drake built. Hmm.
1: Yeah. And I'll bet you those walls could tell some stories, too. I'll bet you there's a lot of shit that goes on in that mansion that we will never know about. But we know that there's shit going on that we will never know about, and that's kind of fun in itself. Uh, Before we get to today's replay of Missed Connections, which does include a bit of a grocery angle today, you said earlier you've got an issue with uh, grocery delivery. What's up?
0: Oh, so it's – you know, I've been going to, like, Loblaw stores for a long, long time. And I have, like, the, the, the card and the whole nine. So I thought, okay, click and collect. This is probably the best time to do it. Because I don't enjoy grocery shopping anymore with everything that's happening, right? Like, I just don't enjoy it. I have my set things. So I thought, even if it's just the one, once a month, I'll do click and collect. The rest of the time, I'll go into the grocery store. And, oh, I just had a ba- like, I had a terrible experience with it.
1: What was wrong with it? You just didn't like the stuff they brought you?
0: Number of things. No, it would be nice if they actually brought me the stuff that I ordered. That'd be cool. Um, <laughs> I, I, like, I wouldn't complain. Um, I'm missing three three items that I paid for that just didn't show up. So on the app, you can say, you can tell them, okay, do you have something to say about your order? Any complaints? Anything didn't get put in right so there's that so there's three items and I spent about 15 bucks on those items in total did not come with my order uh didn't sorry get put in the trunk and then they said it would take a couple of days to get back to me this was like three weeks ago I haven't heard back but I paid for a bunch of shit I never got on top of that they in one case for example I, I asked for two different kinds of yogurts for my girls the day that I got them that's the day they expired Oh, really? Like, give me a fucking break. You can't get, like, just substitute it for a different kind of yogurt then. That's okay. But seriously, you give me two expired, basically, yogurts by the time I can open them? Fuck off. So, anyway, no, I didn't like my experience with it at all. I definitely won't do it again.
1: Huh? See, and I've had nothing but good experiences with the uh, click and collect thing. I just roll up and pop the trunk. They throw them in. I don't have to talk to anybody or touch anything. The only problem I ever have had with it is some of their substitutions are not acceptable. I don't know who they've got picking the groceries, but apparently there is a live person. They take your order, and then they go around with a cart and shop just like you would.
0: I've seen them doing the shopping before.
1: Right. Uh, An adequate substitute for whatever, whatever, whatever. Cracked wheat rye bread is not white wonder bread. Yeah, that that's not an adequate substitution. You could give me a different kind of rye bread from a different manufacturer, but you can't give me a completely other kind of bread. Uh, A substitute for skim milk is not table cream. It doesn't work that way. But maybe there's people out there working in these grocery stores that don't actually know that there's a difference in uh, potatoes. No, I didn't want those potatoes. I wanted those potatoes red onion is not the same as a yellow onion that sort of thing yep. but anyway uh that's their problem still some bugs to work out either way i love the fact that i don't have to wait in line or go in there anywhere it's well, pretty convenient was, for me yeah
0: i mean that's the main thing right i'm all for that um yeah as long as you get the product that you actually like that you spend money on that's nice good for you Okay, uh, just before
1: we get to misconnections, one more quick thing. Did John Tory need to apologize for being at Trinity Bellwoods Park the other day without a mask on? Because yeah. I'm reading his apology right now. And yeah. it says, I want to apologize for my personal behavior. I visited the park to try and determine why things were the way they were. I fully intended to properly physically distance, but it was difficult to do. I wore a mask into the park, but I failed to use it properly. Another thing I'm disappointed about.
0: Failed to use it properly. He completely put it down at his neck. He's the he's the mayor of the city and he's ta- he, he, there's photos of him standing less than a foot away from someone it looks like in one part and maybe it was just the angle of the camera but whatever let's just say it's 2 feet. You're not that's not what you're supposed to be doing and you don't have you fucking pulled your mask down. Like yep. you're doing all the no-no things trying to look like, "Hey, you know guys, let me reason with you." And you know what? Also, John Tory, like Newsflash you're not going to change any of their minds if they're already down there just by going up and being like, I'm John Tory. Can I ask you what's going on here? So the, I don't think there was a purpose in him doing it. Him posting photos of it and saying no, no, no would have been made a better impact anyway. Now people have this to hang over his head. Kind of a bad idea to go down there, in my opinion.
1: Okay, I was curious to hear what you thought. And on that, we will let you know there will be more podcasts coming out later on this week. Enjoy, hit subscribe, and tell a friend about After 9. But now, it's time for the replay.
0: That's right. It's time for missed connections.
1: Right now, we'll take a quick second here to tell you about the people who are looking for other people and cannot find them. So they told their story online. This is called missed connections.
0: This is for the long platinum hair lady. That's what it's called. Men for a woman. You were doing some shopping at Fortino's. Just looking at you made me weak in the knees. You're a mature lady. With long platinum hair down to your rear end You were wearing a purple shirt and jeans With curves that knocked my socks off I was shopping as well The tall guy wearing sporty Adidas black pants And a jacket with a beard I hope you like my new beard We passed each other a few she times She doesn't know it's yeah, you. doesn't You're a know stranger.
1: That. yeah, You're a stranger
0: We passed each other a few times But not sure if you noticed me I wanted to approach you But with the COVID it's hard to do this Long shot, but I do hope this message finds you and we can get in touch. I'd love to brush your long hair.
1: I got weird real quick. Yeah, it did. Uh, A real creepy turn. In fact,
0: it was incrementally more creepy as it went on. (laughs) Seemed normal at first. Okay, 14 You see someone you're attracted to. Great. Okay, next. Ah, I wanted to get real close to you. Hey, do you like my new beard? (laughs) Yeah, uh, strange person.
1: I've never seen you before. So if that beard is new... I have no idea.
0: And newsflash, you have to be a little more specific, maybe, because everybody seems to have a beard right now. So Right. And
1: also extremely long hair.
0: Yep. <laughs> Both of those things, that could happen anywhere.
1: 100%. 100%. Hey, I mean, hey, if you see a hottie in the aisle at Fortino's, uh, please remember, two meters distance. Mm-hmm. Two meters distance. Please. And as long as you follow the arrows on the floor, you are allowed to follow them around.
0: you heard it here first stalking is still okay oh no it's not
1: no no oh
0: you can't do that
1: stalking is one of the things that was canceled it's a non-essential service (laughs) sorry um i i guess in the current state it is a little harder to meet people at the grocery store since everybody's wearing a mask
0: yeah yeah I love it that way. I love that we ha- kind of have our own little bubbles of like, and you can't tell if I'm smiling or not under my mask.
1: <laughs> well, now we assess whether or not people are attractive by their forehead. Yeah. That's really the only thing we can see. Eyes <laughs> and forehead. And
0: eyes. That's all you get judged on. So if you just have a good uh, mouth, guess what? And a nice chin. Nah, nobody sees that.
1: I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. The top third of your head is one of the sexiest top thirds of a head I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So from inside a grocery store to this next misconnection, which took place while there was a grocery store delivery. It's called You Delivered It and I Took It. (sighs) A lot of thirsty women out there on this. Um, This is a woman for a man. I spent all morning playing the popular game of when will my grocery delivery come? I wasn't really expecting you to show up. And right at the beginning of my 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. time slot, You were the sexy guy in the ball cap. You showed up to bring me my assortment of goods, couple bags at a time and safely distanced. You would drop them on my porch and I'd grab them. To my embarrassment, as I picked up one of the bags, an English cucumber came rolling out of it. It rolled along my driveway and struck the back of your foot. You looked at me and looked down and smiled. I told you, you can just leave it on the walkway. But you said, don't worry about it, ma'am. You picked up the cucumber and walked up to me. We were so close. I grabbed one end of it. About the length of a cucumber. (laughs) I grabbed one end of it as you had the other one firm in your grasp. We stood there holding on to the cucumber, looking at each other in the eyes. Just you and me divided by one juicy green cucumber. I don't think I've ever been more turned on. Let's do it again, shall we? My wine should be gone in three days. I'll be sure to ask for you. Oh. Um. He-
1: cucumber is uh, phallic in shape.
0: This is where I'd be so lost. I'd be like, can you just give me the cucumber? Why are you holding on to it so hard? Can I just have my cucumber, please? Yeah. Oh, he was trying to send a
1: signal there, right? I would think so. It sounds like they had somewhat of a moment. Hey, when you're both holding on to the cucumber at the same time, uh, uh, sure, you might as well exchange a long gaze. That doesn't happen very often. (laughs) I do find it hard to believe that she's never been that turned on by a cucumber. Mm?
0: Is the cucumber being used for food? I don't know. The love shop shop delivery was going to take two to three days, and I just couldn't simply wait for that, so... (laughs)
1: Yeah, Canada Post delivery times are a little backlogged right now, but uh, Grocery Gateway I can get between 2 and 5 p.m. today. That's great. Ooh, okay. ooh, organic. Saddle up. That's good. What are the odds, though, that when she picks up her grocery bags, of all things that could have fallen out, typically it would be a can or something like
0: yeah, that. that just made it weird, right? It had it was to a be cucumber. a cucumber. It had to be a cuke just rolling on the ground.
1: Uh-huh. The two of them two-handed a cucumber, having a long, meaningful gaze into each other's <laughs> that's eyes. so awkward. Yeah.
0: See, uh, that's so awkward.
1: See, me, I like to get work done when I'm at work. I want to just get everything done as quickly as possible. I'm not standing there having a long gaze with anybody over a cucumber. I'm thinking, uh, I've done my part of this transaction. I picked it up, and here it is in my hand for you to take. You just have to take it And go. Mm, We don't have to have this weird moment. You know, though, that if he gets another delivery request for that same address in three days, he's not even wearing clothes to work that day. Mm -mm. Not even wearing clothes. That grocery, whatever it is, delivery, that one's going to be done with a button undone. Ball cap on
0: <laughs> this, this order came in for 15 eggplants and five peaches. Oh, I got it. That's mine. That's mine, my, my, dibs! Back away, Jeff. It's mine. I'm going.